on SEN Track. Welcome to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Kickstart your day of racing. Have breakfast with the Kiwis. Head to loveracing.nz. Good morning. Welcome to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Good to be with you around this holiday period, this festive season. Hopefully you're gearing up for a great holiday season with the family and getting ready for a big week and a big weekend of racing as we always expect around this time of year in New Zealand. Jordan Canellas with you with me as always. Butch Castles, morning to you Butch. Morning, uh, Jordan. Yeah, busy old time, isn't it? We're getting forward, looking forward to a normal Saturday, and then she's into it. Boxing day right through until about the 4th or 5th is racing every day. So a crazy busy time for participants, but uh, a wonderful time if you're a racing fan. And which is, uh, is Boxing Day the biggest day around this time? Yeah, Boxing Day, New Year's Day. New Year's Day is the biggest day from a racing perspective with uh, six black type races. Uh, Boxing Day, a big race day as well, though. Excellent stuff. We've got two guests on the program today. Mark Walker will be with us a little later on, but let's kick it off right off the top with Alan Sharrick, who is heading to Hawera on this Saturday for a crack at the spoils over there. Alan, welcome to the program. Morning. How are you? G'day, Al Butcher here. Let's crank into it. Hawera will also touch on Otaki and, of course, the big day at Pukekohe where you have the favourite for the Group 1 Zabil. It's kicking off at Hara, a couple of runners in the maiden mile, Cream and Tavian. Uh, Cream's got the good barrier draw. Yeah, probably a doubtful starter, Butch. They've got uh, 32 mils of rain in the last 24 hours, so it's gone out to a heavy nine. Um, she needs a good track, mate, so she's doubtful. Um, the other little filly, it's drawn a good marble too. It's very fit. Claiming three kilos would be a rough place chance, Tavian. Race two, Zebediah uh, continues to improve with racing, sixth in fourth in third. Uh, can she uh, cop what's likely to be the wet track? Yeah, I think, well, as, as we speak, we've been topping paddocks, but it's pouring down here, Butch, but that doesn't mean is going to get it. He'll um, he'll cope with rain effect ground that he has done. He'd like it a little bit better, but I think he's a strong player in the three-year-old mile. He's going pretty good. Race six, Alan, you've got a horse that I know you've got a uh, lot of time for, a horse by the name of Out of Focus. Ran into one uh, that was pretty good on debut of Robert Patterson's. Uh, gets up to 1,400 metres. I know he's uh, a derby entry, so the further he goes won't be an issue. Uh, look, he's by Sacred Fall, so should cop uh, the fact that there's been rain about. Yeah, I don't think we track a worry him. Which natural improvement would see him go close to winning. Um, he was super all but... A bit green first up, but he's improved immensely, and I think he's in the right race. Yeah, he's got the good barrier draw as well, and Kossi Asano pretty keen to stick with him, eh? Yeah, he was. He wasn't riding on this day, and then he was presented the opportunity to ride him, so he gathered some more, and he's uh, he's funded for me, so that's good. Race seven, Alan Beyonder kicking off. Is that... Yes. (laughs) Oh, rain on the roof. Goodness me. Is it ever going to stop? I thought we were in the middle of summer. That's right, we're nearly January and it's still boring there. Yeah, not so much at uh, Pukekohe, but we'll touch on that shortly. Beyonder in race seven kicking off, or would she uh, stay in the box and wait for a better track? Who's that? Which, which one? Beyonder. Nah, they're both out. Both of mine in that race. They drew wide. She'll probably run on uh, the 27th. Yeah, and in the last, horses that are heading towards the Wellington Cup, I imagine that... Uh, you need to run them, uh, well, particularly ladies' man who'll cope with the track and Waisaki with the big weight, but matter of getting some miles in their legs. 
Yeah, Wysaki's um, having another run, just clocking up the miles. He's going pretty good. He's still sound. Um, but he's probably a, a run or two away and, and hopefully stays south in the Wellington Cup. He's won one of those. The other horse is the young up-and-comer. Didn't have a lot of luck last Saturday. I expect him to race very well tomorrow. And he's one that uh, cops the wet track no problem at all, isn't he? No, it won't worry him, Butch, but um, I think he'd be just as potent on a good one. So you go to the races any time, huh? Mm, perfect. Righto, let's head to the main dance, Pukekohe, the uh, eight-carat classic where you take on the unbeaten legato, but any black type you can uh, put together with a filly at this time of year is really, really important, and Labrassi was really good last time here at Tarapa, and she gets the mile again. Yeah, worked her right-handed this morning on her own, and um, she works super butch. She handled the, the right-handed way around with a plomb. Um, not very often you go into a, a Group 2 race and your second favourite pay $13, but that's how good Legato is. I think we're all fighting over the minor money, but like you say, black type's black type, and if you can accrue it, you're doing a good job for the studs, you know. Mm, for sure, righto. The feature, the Cambridge Studs, Zabio Classic, Cinerama. Well, Mum won the race. You've had success in the race with Kawi. It's been a good race to the SA Sharrick team. Can Cinerama uh, do the decent thing and knock another one off for you? Well, her work and the way she presents this morning at the final video, I can't see any reason why not. It's probably the best I've ever had a butch, whether that's because she wants, she's going to be a mum. We checked out again the other day, and um, she's definitely still in fold. So, yeah, I don't think I've ever had her any better, and uh, I think we're a strong chance in that race. 2,050 metres, probably absolutely ideal for an hour, the way that she was strong through the line at the mile last time. Yeah, I've always uh, shown a road her a couple of that day, and I think that was 2-2. Two, two. So, you know, she's still got a um, Queen Elizabeth nomination a week after this race, and it's 2-4. I think that's probably where she could be heading. But just on the way she presents at work and at home, mate, she's as good as I've had her. Righto, Boxing Day as well, and uh, big racing in the CD, this time at Otaki. Uh, you've got uh, race two, one by the name of I Don't, who's I Do's uh, little sister, I suppose. Yeah, she's taken a while to, to come to it, Butch, but she sort of impressed me. She had a jump out the other day and won it in her work since is telling me that she's worked out what the game's about. Um, tidy rider, good draw, well-bred, trainer goes all right, so um, it's an each-way play if it does it right. So there you go, race two, number 13, I Don't. We head to uh, one that I know... Uh, Really impressed coming through the grades last time, race three. Uh, it is Tavatak resuming off the inside gate. What can you tell us about Tavatak? Yeah, he's missed a couple of opportunities through cancellation, but he's pretty forward. And um, it's a tidy sprint field, but he's got a good gate. If the track presents in reasonable order, I can see him playing, playing a divvy. He's going pretty good. And show us more, another one that, geez, you've been... Pretty friendly with the barrier uh, people there at Otaki, Ellen. You've got another one that's drawn one. Show us more in race number four. Uh, resuming here, but she showed plenty last prep. Yeah, very, very fast filly. Actually, it's too hard. But we'll drag back in the jump outs, and I think we've got a, there's a fair bit of speed in this, so um, she can posse up right behind the speed. She's got to be an each-way chance in that race. And in the last race eight, I thought it was a pretty competitive race, this 2,100 metres. South Road was a nice enough run resuming. Be better for that and rounded out last campaign in good uh, form. 
Yeah, his trial at um, Foxton, albeit Tuesday, over 1,400 metres. Stop and have a look at that because um, it's a tidy horse that beat him, but young Sierra O'Malley never moved. He's my third stringer for the Wellington Cup. He'll go in on four runs. The other boys will be doing their 10Ks. But I'll tell you what, he's going very, very well. So um, he's a sleeper for that race. Righto, Alan. Big uh, numbers. Uh, the rain's probably got you a little bit for Hawera, but uh, numbers at Otaki and at Pukekohe. I know which one you'd like to be winning. Uh, we're saying's your best, Cinerama, but which one do you reckon's the best of them uh, for the big weekend of racing? Oh, I would say ladies' man and out of focus. They'll be very hard to beat, and uh, maybe Santa will give me a bonus if Cinerama can win the Group 1 butcher. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon you'll be deserving a bonus. Hey, thanks for your time uh, during the year, Alan. Always uh, prepared to jump on, and we get managed to snare a few winners through the course of the season. So thank you, and uh, good luck, and we'll catch you on Boxing Day for the pig delivery. Thanks, Butch. See you, mate. <laughs> See you. Bye. Alan Sharrock with us, uh, and always gracious with his time on the program here on Breakfast with the Kiwis. We'll take a break. We'll come back on the other side of this, and we'll have a chat to Mark Walker next. Live on SEN Track. Welcome to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Kickstart your day of racing. Have breakfast with the Kiwis. Head to loveracing.nz. Well, welcome back to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Jordan Canellis with you. Butch Castles with us as always. Our leading voice here on Breakfast with the Kiwis. And uh, time for our second guest of the program, chatting us uh, chatting to us today about his team heading to Pukekohe Park is the engine room of Tiaka Racing, Mark Walker. Mark, good to speak to you. How's things? Good morning. Yeah, good, thanks. G'day, Mark. Butch here, righto. Let's crank into it. Big days racing. These are the days that uh, the staff get up early for, that you get up early for, to aim at the big money and the black type on these days. Let's have a look at, firstly, race two. The two-year-old race, you've got three runners, Tokyo Tycoon, Rhetorical and Viva Vienna. Threw them from the top, Tokyo Tycoon. He's not very big, but gee, he was good on debut. Yeah, exactly, and he's he's gone on with it the right way. So, yeah, I think he'll race very well. He's got a good barrier drawer as well. Rhetorical, she was uh, good down south, put two wins together, uh, freshened up. Uh, how'd she travel back and how's she done since that southern sojourn? Yeah, I, I think she'll improve out of the race. Uh, I couldn't probably see her winning the race, but I think she'll be an improver. Talking about improving, Viva Vienna was much improved uh, on the debut third. Then we saw her race day winning. She's uh, another that you've given a little freshen up. So safely through this, obviously, Caracamillion, the target for her. What do we expect on Monday? Yeah, a little bit of a difficult draw, but uh, she's real tough, unassuming sort of filly. So if they go mad up front, she'll be attacking the line. Mm, so I get the sense that maybe Tokyo Tycoon, not necessarily in the future, but on Monday's the one? Yeah, I think so, Butch, yeah. Mm. Race three, uh, look at Amir that uh, got the Group 1 win in the Oaks last year, Ballon Rouge, uh, freshened up a little bit, just probably struggling to find her very best form. But look, she presented really well in a gallop between races here at Tarapa last Saturday. Yeah, I just don't think she came up in the spring We. We just had such wet weather and you're always galloping on a heavy grass and then she had a couple of runs on really wet tracks and I just think she's gone away for a freshen up and just come back. As long as we get a good track, I think she's a big improver. 
Okay, it was the class uh, certainly there, no doubt about that. Race four, Pisco Sour was a good second last time. Uh, look, uh, on the strength of that, uh, if it gets a run, would be pretty hard to beat. Yeah, she's. We rode her off the pace, and I think that's the way to go about riding her last start. And she really attacked the line well. So uh, there's a few drawn wide, so she should get a run, I would think. Yeah, for sure. And the feet, and one of the features, the Hallmark Stud uh, handicap. Uh, gee, you haven't been uh, favoured by the barrier draws here. You've obviously done something naughty at some stage. <laughs> Fashion shoot, shepherd's delight, and synchronise three mares. The black type would be awfully important to them. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, you just got to hope they screech along up front and it sets it up for something sweeping. Because if you try and go forward from out there, you just you no chance. So they always just have to snag back, ride for a bit of luck. I I would think. Synchronise is the interesting one for me. She's looked when she's been on, she's looked very, very smart. Obviously, just with her space racing and things, she's had a few issues. But uh, is she somewhere near being right? She's had two trials and trialed up nicely. And I just thought uh, because she bled her last start, I just thought some of those horses watch they go a boomer fresh. So I thought, mm. why not try and get some black type for a. Yeah, absolutely, and she's the one of the three that's got the barrier draw. Right, another of the features, the eight-carat classic. There's a unbeaten filly, uh, those in Australia that haven't seen her yet. Tune in at uh, 3.43 New Zealand time because she is right out of the top draw. Legato, you've got Skew Whiff to take her on and lived up to its name by standing in the gates last time, but it was a massive run. Yeah, gee, she's been a headache the whole way through, but... If she steps away from the gates and Opie gave her a jump out and she was perfect, and Opie does know her, she, she can be, she's very tricky, but, gee, she's got a lot of ability. So if she jumps with them, she'll be there about to, when the whips are cracking. But Legato's mm. something special, I think. Yeah, she is something special. Gosh, she's a gorgeous filly too. We looked at her on Saturday, didn't we? And uh, the other uh, of the features, another of the features, the Uncle Remus Stakes, the Shores Wire Ropes, Uncle Remus Stakes, and... I'm sure there'd be uh, no better race for you to want to win than the Uncle Remus with your association with the great Colin Jillings. Wild Knight. And, uh, look, he has looked absolutely out of the top drawer his last few and just continues to uh, get better and raise the bar, in my opinion. Yeah, gee, it was impressive at Tirapa because we're going into it a bit short of fitness and, uh, and he still managed to win. So the only question that's his first... Um, race right-handed Butch, but he's trialled up very well right-handed at Ellerslie, so should be okay and drawn a nice gate, so looking forward to seeing him run. Yeah, he's just a beautiful animal too, isn't he? And the other in the race, Kabugi, was good uh, on resuming, and the the next two have been okay. Uh, He's uh, got a reasonable barrier as well, and what is a pretty strong field? Yeah, just had no luck last start on the bone crusher was off the track the whole way, so forgive him for that. If he gets some sort of run, he'll be thereabouts. Okay, race number nine, the feature of the Group 1, the Cambridge Studs, Abiel Classic, and it was great to see him get his Group 1 uh, reward, Preet Affair. He's flying this preparation. The win prior was outstanding in the Eagle technology. He was really good down in uh, Trentham and the Captain Cook. Gets out to 2,050 metres, which doesn't appear to be an issue. He's got to be hard to beat, surely. Uh, he's just in career best form, the old boy. So, and he's got a bit of a swagger about his step at the moment. So, yeah, he, he's definitely uh, going to be there for sure.
And look, he's really advantaged at weight for age as well, isn't it? Uh, the best horses tend to be the ones at weight for age. And if you look at his rating, he's uh, rated the highest equal with Polly Gray back from Australia. She'd probably want rain. You probably don't. But uh, uh, look, it's a sort of race that he's won at 2,000 metres, hasn't he? So the trip shouldn't worry him at all. Yeah, he's won a Canterbury Gold Cup. And, you know, 2,000 at Rickerton's a very strong stain, 2,000. So no, he should be fine. That's them at uh, Pookie. Quickly through uh, Otaki, where you've got runners. Royals in race two's had one run back. Yeah, she uh, finds the right race, I think. It just depends what the weather does there, Butch. That's a question, mate. Mm, I know, on the bubbles, uh, look, he was so good as a two- and three-year-old. Just uh, a few tricks at last preparation. You've got that sorted out by the look of his trial. Gee, trial well. You must have been thrilled with that. Yeah, I think he might just be a summer horse. He just doesn't seem to come up in the spring. So if that's the case, he should bounce back. And that's race three, the uh, open sprint race four. Time flies. Uh, Broke Maidens uh, two starts ago. The fourth was okay, and he's uh, got a good enough barrier draw and probably finds a race that he can be very competitive in as well. Yeah, I think so. He's another one. Just got to watch what the weather does. Mm, and Lightning Field and Mohawk Brave. Oh, gee, uh, just looking, there's been plenty of money f- to say that Mohawk Brave is going to be hard to beat uh, on Monday. He's, uh, he's what is he, 420 into 360 already. So is there a, a bit of a lead there out of the two of them? Uh, I think he's just coming back to form. It was just really one of those ones with a long coat all spring, and he looks terrific now, so... Uh, looks looks to be a suitable race. Just as I say, they were meant to get 30 mils today, Butch, so it just depends if they get that or not. Yeah, for sure. It's just been so frustrating. Uh, rain everywhere and uh, horses in and having to be scratched. Righto, you've got a fair few runners. You've got uh, some really good chances. Uh, we all like to uh, get a bit of money at Christmas. What's the Christmas present from Tiakia and Mark Walker? I think what it'd be a toss-up between Wild Night and Preda Fur, but I'll go Wild Night. Good on you, Mark. Thanks for your time. Always great uh, to have you on the show. You're always uh, available with your time. Really appreciate it, and we'll look forward to catching up at some stage through the festive season. Good on you, Butch. Thank you. Mark Walker with us here on Breakfast with the Kiwis. Butch, we've got uh, about a minute or so left in the program. Have you got any uh, any any tips for us ahead of the weekend? Yeah, well, look, hard to go past uh, Wild Night, as Mark alluded to. I, I think he's a really, really, really good horse, and uh, we might just see something special in race seven, the Uncle Remus Stakes, the Shores Wire Ropes, Uncle Remus Stakes. Looking forward to the Zabil. We spoke to the trainers of the key protagonists, Preda Fair and Cinerama. Great to have Polly Gray back across from the Chris Wallace stable in the race as well, so she adds interest, particularly if there is some rain about. So that's our Group 1 feature on Boxing Day, the Cambridge Stud Zabil Classic at 5 28. Looking forward to it. There's winners uh, everywhere. And if you need a winner, the last at Pukekohe, I don't think you could go much further than number four, Uderzo. Had no luck resuming. This is the race I'd say they've set him for, and he'll be awfully hard to beat. So the last at Pukekohe, number four, Uderzo. Excellent stuff. Happy holidays.